0: everybody and welcome to episode 141 of Rain Delay Radio. I'm Pat and I am joined today by Dylan. Dylan, how are you doing today? Doing fine on this Sunday evening. Uh, I've really just been watching a lot of
1: football but I've also been keeping a close eye on some games because of fantasy baseball playoffs. So that's kind of been my main baseball watching the last day or two uh, which has been fairly nerve-wracking. I think I am... I just got eliminated from one of our kind of group leagues, which is tough because my team hit, I think, 27 home runs this week. Oh, <laughs> so my gosh. Like, <laughs> like, to lose on that is just, like, hurts the soul that's a little in- bit. That's insane. Um, It doesn't help that I had, like, a six ERA thanks to, like, Zach Wheeler. And then mm-hmm. I tried to stream some people and it did not work out. So, you know uh and i, I basically I lost in a tiebreaker <laughs> so it's just like oh, oh i won Lord. every offensive stat i lost every pitching stat and i am out in the semifinals so that was a little bit of a heartbreaker but um <sighs> you know, yeah it, it i happens. also uh
0: have been lo- watching a lot of football today um and fancy baseball playoffs have been going yep. on for me too i'm currently tied in my playoff matchup um I'm curious to see how this is going to end because I beat the mm-hmm. guy both times this year so I should get the win.
1: Right, but you got to kind of know what the rules are because they could all be yeah. different,
0: you know. So yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see, but I'm hoping I'm moving on to the finals uh, on the back of Trey Turner's breakout. That was uh. he was he was a big
1: reason I am where I am now. I like snuck into the playoffs just barely. And, yeah, like, as soon as I got in, Trey just went crazy. And I'm like, he's oh been my like God.
0: The best player since that ovation that he got. It's, in, it's insane.
1: And I think I've uh. mentioned in a former podcast, but I took him over Acuna. Like, basically, yep. just like a don't uh, poop where you eat situation right. where I'm like, I don't want to jinx Acuna by taking him in the draft. And that ended up being just like the worst decision I could have made. But. You know, at least for two weeks, it proved that I wasn't an insane person. So, you know, at least I got a little bit of vindication. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Cool. So some news to get us going here. Uh, First, the Red Sox have fired Chain Bloom. Um, I kind of figured I'm kind of surprised it happened now because he wasn't really on my top list of guys that should be fired. It really was peculiar timing. (sighs) Yeah. Really interesting timing. But. I mean, to be fair, like he traded Mookie, and then gave what should have been the Mookie extension to Devers. So mm-hmm. like, and like the guys who got back for Mookie really haven't worked out. Yeah. Like Verdugo has been okay, but like, yeah,
1: want something else. special? Yeah, yeah. Like, time and- is like, I don't know. It's a really confusing situation, like. I think there's a good chance the Red Sox are just acting desperate, right? Where yeah. they're just like we don't we don't agree with the way he's done things. Like and if you look at just the major league roster, I can see what they're talking about, right? Like yeah. lots of like the short-term guys haven't been good. Like lots of the guys that he picked up this past offseason haven't been good. The year before was the Trevor Story, which like I I'm pretty sure Trevor Story will be better, but like yeah. Trevor Story has been a Frickin' disaster. Right. You know, as much as a hundred a hundred and forty million dollars really isn't that crazy anymore, but like mm-hmm. it's still a hundred and forty million dollars that they're gonna look at and be like, oh no. And then like Masa uh I'm
0: blanking, you know, Masa's hero Yus- Masa Yoshida. Yoshida.
1: yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. I
1: don't know what I'm blanking on his name. Um he has just been like everyone that's like skeptical of his talent has just been proven right over the last couple of months because it's mm-hmm. like he's like a non-athlete who's like a pretty good hitter and that's it. You right. know, it's like not like his power hasn't really been there and everything else is kind of, you know, like his he's a contact. I, I called him Nick Marcakis Braves era, you know, but they gave yeah. him a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so it's like it's just that kind of stuff where it just makes you cringe a little bit. But at the same time, it's like I was listening to Keith Law. I listen to his podcast pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I mean, I'm sure this is not an observation he alone has made. But, you know, they have consistently run in the years they won the World Series. They were running top five payrolls. Right. And since they hired High and Bloom, they've run like 15 to 20. You know, like they, yeah. despite the fact that they've signed some guys, they're still not like really like going crazy, you know? And it's, I'm not saying they need to go crazy, but it seems like they've like kind of just refused to address like very specific problems that they've had, you know, or at least yeah. they've like, instead of getting surgery, they've put a bandaid on it, you know? Right. Um, and like this deadline, I think was supposed to be a time where they think, all right, let's be real about where we are, yeah. right, and make moves based on that. And instead they did nothing. Yeah. So I think all that being said, I just kind of did like a oral history of what they just did for the last four years. But all that being said, you know, he's just kind of not – they've just been working on the margins, and those margins haven't really done anything. Even though the farm system is starting to spit out some good players, like they got uh, – I think his name is Rafaela. Raffaella. Yep. Um, he's up. You know, Casas is looking, like, legit. Yeah, Casas looked good. Like, it took, some, it took a little time, but he looks legit. Um, yeah, they still got
0: Marcelo Meyer in the, the Meyer's system. Meyer's there. Yep.
1: They got they got some dudes kicking around. You know, the, the their farm system is very clearly improved, but, like, the fact that you couldn't improve on the Major League team considering the resources the Red Sox have, is that a high and bloom problem, or is that a, you know... Yeah. management, or like, I mean, front office, or, like, uh, ownership, you know, telling them, I, like, well, f- we're fine f- as long as you spend X amount of money.
0: I feel like it's ownership, because there was no reason to really tear apart that 2018 team. Like, trading Mookie, like, it still baffles me that they actually traded Mookie, because right. Mookie would have stayed if they gave him an extension. Mookie came out and said that he expected to be a Red Sox for life. Yeah. And would have stayed. Yeah. But they didn't, and, like, I feel like if Mookie was still there, and if ownership stopped putting money in whatever soccer team they're 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 invested in, mm-hmm. like I feel like the Red Sox would would still be a playoff team, would still be a top team in the 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 AL East.
1: Yeah, and in so many ways, they have. It's like if you look at, like, the stars on their team, it's like, they should be, like, pretty good stuff. Like, Devers is Devers. Like, he's not going to be, like, an MVP necessarily, but he's a really good player. Like, they gave him that extension, which, I mean, you know, might be a little bit iffy. But it probably should have been Mookie, yeah. Um. They have, you know, like I said, we just mentioned a couple of these guys, and they had some guys that were, like, mild successes. Like, I think Justin Turner is just a good guy to have around. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not a star, but he's a solid free agent pickup. But, like... I don't understand how they went a full year without having, like, a real shortstop since they lost Xander. Like, it's I understand that they didn't they didn't expect make. Trevor Story to get hurt. But, like, yeah. how is Kike Hernandez your only answer for that? Like it's just a lot with Kike them. Kike was a left fielder, like, six years ago. <laughs> like, Kike it, it has not
0: played shortstop, you know? It doesn't make sense. Like, I think back to that 2021 team they had. Yeah. Like, I feel like they had Mookie on that team. That team was going to win the World Series.
1: Yeah. I mean, they were very close to making the World Series, like, within, in, in Heim Bloom's. They were two games later. Yeah. They were really close. And that team looked legit. And I understand that Chris Sale got hurt. Trevor Starr didn't work out. Like, things happen, but it's like, I don't know. It's a weird situation because I don't know who to blame what their mindset is on. and Yeah. Um, this is also the same ownership, though, that, like, I don't think the ownership has changed as far as, like, this is. The same ownership that has been there for all the championships. Well, the right?
0: Fenway Group has; they have holdings in a soccer team. They own they, the Pittsburgh Chelsea. Penguins. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea. They own the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't think they own an NFL team. Yeah,
1: but like they have owned the Red Sox the whole time. It's not like it's right.
0: like been someone. It's just still and it's, it's John just Henry. Like why it's weird. Like why a group called the Fenway group. group would not prioritize the Red Sox?
1: Yeah, it's just like. I I wonder. There's like the two paths of these like raise executives, right? Where yeah. it seems like you you're a raise executive, you get hyped up as like the second coming, and then you, you go, go to your big off market to team and has, you don't yeah, spend right. the money. But there have been ones that have done it because yeah. if you look at like. I'm kind of looping in the Dodgers this because Friedman went to the Dodgers and then kind of had a similar kind of like Anthopolis came from the Friedman system. Right. So it's kind of a similar system. But like Anthopolis thinks in that raised Dodgers mindset. But like look at all the money the Braves have spent. Look at all the money the Dodgers spent. You know, look at all the money the Astros spent after not spending money, you know, for so long. Right. Like it's not like these guys like aren't spending money in these big places, but certain guys are getting thrown in these places and just, I don't know if they're hamstrung. I don't know if they're identifying something where it's like, we just really don't feel comfortable with the guys that are willing to sign here and the prices they're willing to sign. Like maybe like we're all just going to look foolish because every single one of these players that just signed big contracts are terrible in two years. Yeah. Like, but I I just, I don't think that's a way winning way of thinking, you know I mean? We're going to talk about the Rangers in a little bit and the Rangers have made some pretty big mistakes, you know, but like the Rangers would not be competing if they did not sign Corey Seager or Marcus Simeon to giant yeah. contracts that no one else was offering. Yeah. You know, so if you're really trying to win,
0: you spend the money.
1: You're right. And you're behind on maybe some of the things that like the Braves and Dodgers are, which is like player development, then spend the money to make up to make it up. You know, like I mean, that's, that's what the money's
0: for. That's what the Phillies have done, essentially. They've yeah, spent the Phil- that like money
1: the, to, to close that gap. Yeah, they've really struggled just developing their own guys. Guess what they've not struggled at? Like, Spending getting money. stars in the building. Yep. Yeah, like getting Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, and JT Realmuto in the building. Yeah, You know, like, you can make a really good team out of that, <laughs> you know, if you just you hit on a few guys. You and know,
0: Then it helps when those guys that you do develop do hit. Like, Stott has been just right. a revelation this year.
1: You don't need Bryson Stott to be the best player on your team. You can develop someone that can be the seventh best hitter in your lineup, but that's still a good thing. Yeah. You know? So it's just a lot of those guys that the Red Sox have lacked. But you mentioned the timing. It's just like you would think they would have let some of these young guys, if they fired them like next year and they're like on a pace for 79 wins or whatever, I'd be like, yeah. like. Because, like, the young guys, like, Casas is established. Rafaela is probably going to be starting a lot of next year. They're going to have a lot of, like, um, who's the pitcher? Uh, uh, Bello, you know, Bayo. Yeah. Um, You know, so they have a lot of young guys, and you'd actually be able to see that. And, like, is Yoshida actually just, like, average as opposed to, like, good? You know, but it just felt like... Something something has to be kind of in the works, or there had to be an, a disagreement. I think yeah. as far as maybe the way the deadline went, or what was coming next, because this is just—I think so. That
0: that would strange. make sense why he's gone. Yeah. So, going from that, um, this is kind of a fun article that ESPN dropped. Um, fun, <laughs> uh, basically. Uh, yeah, like. Is Alex Rodriguez a narc? Uh, he, <laughs> That's not a true. Is, is A Rod a narc? <laughs> is A Rod a narc? Um, he spilled the beans on a lot of details with the biogenesis scandal, and he he was the one that named Braun, Manny Ramirez and whoever the other All Star player was being involved in that scandal. Uh, uh, just a wild look for Alex Rodriguez,
1: man. <laughs> like. I, I think the funniest part is that this is a giant report from ESPN, who was like actively paying a Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean, I guess it came out one way or another, but like these are DEA documents. That this is a long article, like relatively speaking, and There's like lots of like specific information about like.
0: It's definitely worth reading. It's a
1: good yeah. article. Uh, like, like I said, like he was he was naming names. Like he mentioned Manny Ramirez, Ryan Braun, and. Another all-star
0: player. But you mentioned Manny Ramirez a lot. There were some quotes yeah. there about Manny Ramirez that were just like... Like yeah. Manny saying he was an addict and he needed his fix. Like... like <laughs> yeah. Just like, ridiculous stuff.
1: It seems like he said everything that pretty much needed to be said. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, if, if the DEA was looking for anything more than that, I'd <sighs> be stunned. You know? It's like... There's, there's a lot going on here. Um, yeah. And... You know, yeah, it's it's very, it's very very interesting. It's, it's a, and they, they mentioned they mentioned A Rod's working on his documentary. So I don't know if there's going to be like you know, this is what I went through and blah blah blah. Like that's um, going to be
0: interesting to see.
1: But A Rod's had a really weird journey since he retired. You know, because I think re- when he retired, I think everyone disliked him.
0: Yeah, because of done the steroid a lot stuff. Rehab is, but see, I always yeah. liked it. like like A Rod was my favorite player growing up. Yeah, so I've always loved A Rod, and like I th- that then I think he hasn't really changed. That,
1: he had that like upswing of like, oh, like he's kind of the nice guy in the media now, right? Yeah, and then I think people started to dislike him because a lot of that honesty and like he he just started being a bad commentator for some reason. So I think he's lost right. some of that, and now he's getting kind of wrote back into the thing that he's starting to distance himself from, which is a really fascinating you know, turn around in a bad way for him. So like, yeah. Um, I'm very, very curious how this kind of plays out. If anything, if anything comes of what this is, you know, like, and yeah, we already, we have a pretty good idea that he's not going to make the hall of fame based on the voting of Barry Bonds and all these guys. Right. Like in his voting, I think he was pretty low. Yeah. You know, like maybe if the world completely changes, but like, I don't know if he has, like, do you think this is the type of thing where, like, fellow players would be like, you know, we know you're you're the cheater, but, like, you ratting out other cheaters is, like, whack. You know, <laughs> like, I, I wonder. I don't know, man. I wonder how players think about that.
0: Or are they like, oh, well, at least he exposed well, them, too, well, I mean, but we, it's like we he saw was doing it. So I don't how know how players felt about the Astros when that whole scandal went down. Yeah. So, I, and like, we saw how players felt when A Rod would like. Who was it that hit A Rod in that game against the Red Sox? I mean, it was Lackey, was the one that kept hitting A Rod in the ribs until he was ejected. <laughs> I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. It I, think it, I think it was Lackey. I don't remember exactly, but I can look it up while you're talking. Yeah. I. So, like, I don't know how players would react because they weren't happy with the whole Astro scandal. Um, although really the only one that took justice into his hands was Joe Kelly. Which is kind mm-hmm. of unfortunate. I was hoping more players oh, would uh it was
1: Ryan Dempster, by the way. Ryan
0: Dempster, that's right. Yeah. He just kept throwing at him. He just kept throwing at A Rod and then like like A Rod understood it, but then Arod pimped a home run his next time up, which was yeah, kind of I mean, funny. Yeah.
1: But Um So yeah, definitely read through that and I'm like I, we're putting it out there now as far as like, Oh, it's interesting. But like, I'm very curious if this means anything past this. You
0: know? Yeah. so We'll see. Uh, so going from that, uh, real quick on Shohei Otani, cause we're all sick of talking about the angels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: done talking about the. I'm I, so can I just tired of them. opt out of talking about the angels. Like forever. I, uh, like yeah, we talked about them so
0: much. That's how I feel about the A's and Carlos Correa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, that's a good point.
0: So Shohei Ohtani's done for the year. With Strain oblique. He cleared out his locker. Uh, and the Angels clinched the losing record for the eighth year in a row. Uh, so, congrats to the mediocrity, guys. <laughs> congrats to the Angels <laughs> for losing. <laughs> you lost Shohei Otani. Congrats. It seems
1: like Shohei is basically just like a bench coach now. So well, yeah, cause to he's, he's giving coaching bit.
0: advice in the dugout, which is kind of funny. Yeah.
1: If, let's see if, you know, Andrew Velasquez can learn how to pull homers and pitch. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where we're at with them. Uh, all right, so here we have uh, some Texas Rangers discussion. Um, they're on a massive collapse at the moment, um, and Max Scherzer is out for the season and will not pitch in the playoffs, uh, if they make it. Um, Texas yeah. is currently in danger of missing the playoffs after leaving the division for like most of the season. Uh, right now, they're the third wild card with the Mariners a game back.
1: Just and, barely um, kind of hanging on.
0: Yeah, and one of my series of the week... Uh, Which I always talk about uh, is Mariners versus Rangers. That's going to happen this week. Um, I believe it's the weekend game. I forget where it was at, but it's Mm -hmm. happening this week. Um, Oh boy, buckle up because the Rangers season could end potentially uh, this week. Um, And then, like, the following week, like, the way the Mariners are going to be ending the season is they got these three with Texas, then three with Houston. And then three with Texas again. So like Seattle kind of controls their destiny here with the AL West in that mm-hmm. like they could you know, they sweep the Astros and they they just beat up on the Rangers, man. They could they could clinch the AL West. Yeah. Like
1: it's just, the I mean, the Rangers have had the unfortunate part of, like, they're tied up in a division where the other teams are really good. Yep. So, like, it's not like they're necessarily, like, the worst team, but they're playing at kind of a low level, and, like, they've been shaky enough that other teams have caught up really fast. You know, I think they're, like, hovering around 500 in the last two months or a little bit under, you know, in a certain time frame since then. Right. Um And, you know, despite the fact that they had... And I think a lot of it's, like, bullpens, blowing games. think like I saw a stat that them and the Braves have the worst ERA in baseball over the last, like, couple of weeks, which is a very funny... Yeah, kind of weird. You know, as Braves, you know, are about to clinch the one seed here soon. Um, like, they've just had a lot of things kind of spiral on them. And while they're still, you know, like you said, the Mariners are in control. The Rangers, if they just beat up on the Mariners, are fine. Like, they'll make it, but... Yeah, it is certain. It has been like the only time in the season where the Rangers have looked like maybe who we thought they were at the start of the season, where they're like, "Oh yeah, they're good," but they have like these like major problems going on.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah so Rangers, we'll see how this week goes for them, but you know, playoff chances not looking likely. Um, real quick look at the NL Wild Card: Two uh, Philly still have the one seed, and then the Cubs are three games back. Uh, I haven't seen what the score is with them and the Diamondbacks. I've not either. Uh, I'm going to pull that up real quick cause that's ongoing right now. Uh, okay, Diamondbacks are beating the Cubs. Uh, oh, wow. The Diamondbacks could jump the Cubs right now.
1: 6-2 mm, to two in the 8th. We're recording at about 10 p.m. here on Sunday
0: uh, evening. So. Yeah. Right
1: before the end of the game. So yeah. So Yeah, the D backs oh, would jump up by a half game. God, I don't in, want that, man. In the second, and then uh, the <laughs> Marlins and the Cubs would be tied. Yep. Right? Yep. And then the Reds are a half game back. Yep. The Giants are two games back. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So this I, this would I, be a fifth straight loss for the Cubs if they lose. I the
0: don't want the Diamondbacks. Getting that spot simply because really? every time they come to Citizens Bank Park, it is hell.
1: Is that like a recent thing, or like I, it's been broadly? like this
0: for like the last two years, three years okay. even? It's hell just, when they come here.
1: I don't know if we wanted to talk too much about the NL Card because it's kind of just we got to see how it shakes out. But yeah, like, I just their pitching staff is so underwhelming to me. Like I just think like I really didn't like their deadline. You know, yeah. And, like, I really don't think their bullpen is good. Like, I think Paul Seawald is good, and that's basically it. Like, I know that's reductive and simple, but like, I, I just don't think they're good at that. I, and I, I think I, half of their lineup is kind of like, yeah, not interesting. I,
0: and Carroll has fallen off a
1: lot too. Yeah, and I mean, half. but that's like fine. But like, you know, it's like it shouldn't. Your rookie shouldn't be like the only capable hitter in your lineup on like most days. You know, right. like Catal Marte has been good, which is good for them. But like. They just have a lot of spots in the roster where you're like, okay, is like, are y'all, you're going to go into the playoffs with like that, you know? Because once it gets past Carroll, Walker, and um, Marte, it's like, it's a whole lot of like slap hitters and cartoon yeah, guys, you know? I'm just like, ugh. I liked them a lot more to begin the season when it's thought they were going to like set like stolen base records. And since then, they've just kind of been boring.
0: Yeah, they've been very boring. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like the Phillies probably handled them now. And again, coming into <laughs> the bank in October is like a completely different thing than the. I would season. say
1: any team that's gonna try to face the Phillies that doesn't have their bullpen together is gonna like they're really gonna have a bad time. Yeah. yeah, I think the Cubs would stand a better chance because of that. Yeah, I have a little bit more confidence in their pitching, but at the same time, their starting pitching is kind of strange. So yeah. Um, but I mean, if you look at the run differentials, the Cubs have the best run differential out of this entire group, including the Phillies. Yeah, which is pretty um, wild. Like they should be in a better place than they are. I I saw a play earlier. It, was either, it must have been yesterday where there was like a soft, like kind of like pop up to shortstop, but like kind of like on the ground. But like it was kind of like a low pop up, you know, yeah. like a flare. And, like, Dansby went to go get it, and he, like, let it h- bounce on the ground to throw the guy out, and the guy, you know, he couldn't do anything with it. And a run score, and I think that ended up being, like, the go-ahead run. Yeah. And, and like, the, you know, it was, like, a 12-13 inning game. And I'm like, you didn't just, like, what? what is Dan's thinking where he's not just, like, catching it? <laughs> it was, like, right. two feet in front of him. I'm like, what is going on here? Um, I think they've had some kind of just unfortunate small things like that pile up recently, but it's like i want to i want to believe in them more than these other teams because like i said i'm not enthused about the d-backs the marlins did just whoop the braves they did right i don't i don't know if it means anything but jazz hitting two grand slams and all this run scoring is something that's kind of new for them um so yeah i just don't know i would still the cubs just because of the run differential i feel like should be better than the other teams but you know, it could just be the freaking Reds and Marlins and Diamondbacks. You know, two of Who those, knows, three. yeah, or the Giants. Giants are so like Giants are just like nails on the chalkboard to watch.
0: They, they don't even have the, <laughs> the Giants that. superstar is literally their manager. That's their superstar. I hate gay caps. I so hate much. him too. He he, for obvious I didn't, reasons.
1: The Braves played the Giants. I want to say like a month ago. Like, maybe two, three weeks ago at earliest. But, like, I have, I had very strong thoughts about Gabe Kapler as a Philly, as I mean, Philly's manager. you remember the he first... Because he was a freaking... The first series, the he first looked like the series. biggest joker. He, well,
0: he took Nola out after five innings, and this was, like, vintage Nola throwing a okay. shutout. And then the second game, he put in a reliever without warming him up. Right. And so
1: he's basically like not, it's like he's like, you know, just like got an earpiece being told what to do in this giant series against the Braves. Like I said, I already, I think he makes questionable decisions and I don't like his vibes and stuff already. Like it's just already on the surface level. I don't like him very much, but like he, every, he did this multiple times. He went to go to like a mound visit and like brought a bench coach with him who just, just this like younger muscly, white guy with sunglasses. <laughs> like He looks like a mini-me. Like not a mini-me, necessarily, but like like a
0: Dude, his, Gabe his, Kapler his qualific- 2.0. The qualifications you need to be a coach on Gabe Kapler's staff is, do you surf? Do you have muscles? Do you wear sunglasses? And How put, shredded are and you? Do you yeah. put coconut oil on yourself? If so, yeah. congrats, you're on the staff.
1: And the Braves coaches were like, what, is, what are they doing?
0: <laughs> like,
1: like I don't think anyone has ever seen anyone but one guy go out at a time. Unless someone's hurt, right? But this right. is, like, not a trainer visit. Right. This is, like, a mound visit. Like, it was, like, what? what is the other guy? And he's not, the other guy's just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was just, like, this guy sucks so much, man. And like, I, that team is just, like I said, it's just, like, ugh. They're a nightmare. Yeah. They, if any team, like, I hope this doesn't happen. But if any team like could really afford to just give Shohei Ohtani six hundred million dollars, it's the Giants because they need like they need any a star. kind of damn juice yeah. in that
0: building because they they are juiceless. They are juiceless. There's no juice. The <laughs> they only need the juice. only juice in there is whatever Gabe Kapler's drinking.
1: Yeah, whatever you know, like holistic medicine. Gabe Kapler
0: sipping on big big protein shake. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on here, uh, Orioles had raised both clinched playoff spots. Um, not really shocked there, but the AL East is still up for grabs. The O's have a yeah, that was a pretty lead. fun series. That yeah. was a fun series, yeah. And then the Orioles—I
1: mean, the Orioles deserve celebration. You know, the Rays are yeah. like we've been here before, but like the Orioles just getting into the playoffs—they so got more to do. But like they yeah. party pretty hard today, and that was kind of fun to hear about. Yeah. Apparently, they were just like they ran out of booze, so <laughs> they were oh, just my like, "Gosh." Throwing everything that they had in the clubhouse on Keston, Heston Kierstad, which is their rookie that just got caught up. last I, I
0: saw that there was like ketchup and then other fluids was listed. <laughs> yeah, I was all, really concerned about like, what other fluids meant. Pause. You let's know? let's hold on for um, a moment here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> win the division and we can let other fluids. Yeah,
0: play. let's let's not get ahead of ourselves
1: um but you know good for the orioles i think we still expressed skepticism about both of these teams about how really good they are but like i mean it's been a fun race and i think they'll both be dangerous it's just a matter of how dangerous and if they can like really you know kind of put it together i think i think gun to my head i'd rather have like those teams in the west like the Astros and whatnot but you know i it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it breaks breaks down
0: yeah, I think so. Um, and then the Dodgers clinched the NLS, which, I mean, in a way, you could say it's kind of surprising given preseason expectations was that the Padres would be that team.
1: Yeah. Um, or at least I think I think they at least thought, like, oh, this is, might be a little bit of a down year for the Dodgers, which, I mean, like, it kind of still is, despite the fact that they're going to probably end up with about 100 wins, you know? Um, but yeah I think they thought I think we generally thought it might be a little harder than it was and obviously the Padres have had their own just mess where it's like you can't even really fault them for what happened here like it doesn't really make any sense what happened you know but um yeah it's just like the Dodgers just kind of slept walk to the end and you know they they've had to make some changes and their their rotation is um like for a team that's winning 100 games, like, holy crap, their rotation is in trouble. Oh, yeah. Like, Lance, it's like Lance Lynn, you get, like, four innings out of Kershaw. Yep. Yeah. You got Ryan Yarbrough in bulk, like, Emmett Sheehan in bulk.
0: Ryan Pepeo. Uh
1: Ryan Pepe, Pepe. has been decent. I think Gavin Stone had a cup of tea. Like, it's a lot of young guys that haven't done anything. And then like Lance Lynn and then Kershaw, who's like, like I mentioned, Kershaw is just like not. Usually it's like when Kershaw is pitching, even if he's like limited, it's like, oh, you're still getting like five innings of like really good. Right. You don't have to worry about the actual quality. But right now, even the quality is like, uh, he's kind of throwing like 89, 90, like not locating as good as he ever has. Like, yeah. Definitely like probably forcing it, you know? Um. So I'm very curious to see. They have vulnerabilities, but they're a 100 win team. So.
0: Good yeah. Odds, I guess. They're going to be interesting to see in the playoffs. They're going to get the 2 seed. Yeah, pretty much. Uh bringing us to the 1 seed. Um congratulations by the way. Uh the Braves have clinched the NL East. Uh say it again. The Braves <laughs> have clinched their regular season title of the For NL how East. Many times? Is this what is this Four years in a row now. Uh, six years in a row. Six years in. A... <laughs> yeah, right. Nats for wild card in 2019. That's Braves right. are Pretty good, Pat. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, Despite the fact that the Marlins just
1: took us behind the woodshed, <laughs> they're still pretty good. They're still pretty good. <laughs> um,
0: uh, including that Matt Olson set the Braves record for homers in a season with 52. Um, great for him because I hate Andrew Jones. <laughs> so glad to see it's it's Mattel uh-huh. that has it.
1: Yeah, Matt has had a really special season, and especially it's it's like it's like the Packers thing where they went from Brett Favre to like Aaron Rodgers. It's like yeah. of course Freddie Freeman leaves, and we actually have a guy that like is actually able to like do comparable things, if not yeah. just as good. I mean, this season is probably the single best season. By a Braves first baseman, I, like
0: yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean yeah, if you don't count the half the season, obviously you
1: know you got for yeah, Freddie's MVP season. I mean, Freddie has been kind of in this wheelhouse, but like, Freddie's kind of having his best year right now too. Right, you know. So like, as a Brave, I'm not sure if he ever was like quite this impactful, even if he's always been very good. You know. Um. So yeah, I mean, Matt's just a killer um and uh you know what there's like what how many games left for each team like 10
0: uh yeah, i think we got Oh, uh, today was so, 149 for maybe Phillies. a little under that like 8 or 9 i think th- i think 13 games are left oh 13 games yeah and so today like, was 149 he has
1: a- he had been smoking the ball the last few weeks because he, yeah. he actually went on like a 14-game homerless streak in August. And then ever since he broke that streak, he's just been popping off. He has like an outside shot at 60. So like the Braves don't have a lot to play for necessarily. They just need to lock up the one seed, which they should be able to do. They're still, even after getting swept by the Marlins, they're still far up, ahead of the Dodgers. Yeah, way way up in the Dodgers by a handful of games. Um, So, I mean, they'll have a bye no matter what. And then, you know, it's basically like what records can Acuna and Olsen get? You know, Acuna is on the right. forty home run chase. He actually just had a bulky calf, I think, in Miami. Yeah. Um. Thank you to that turf that ruined his knee. That is apparently he's struggling with right now. Doing it like, again. Um. Don't don't would just love not playing Miami. So <laughs> I hope they miss the playoffs. Um. But uh you know and can how how much can Olsen extend this team record if not like actually make it run at 60 because right i mean he's definitely the kind of power and swing that's just like you know if you can go out in a row and that's that's his entire game you know his barrels so um that'll be really really he fun to watch reminds me
0: of the white ryan howard like that's mm-hmm that's the type of season he's having in my eyes. Yeah. He's just been like, I don't know. Yeah. I
1: mean, last year I was like, you know, this guy's good, but it's kind of like, feels like he's doing one thing, but the, the consistent quality of contact is just so outrageous with him. You know, like he'll strike out, you know, it's like that happens, but like he so rarely gets cheated on like, you know a pitch that he wants to hit. You know if he gets if he gets the barrel on it, it's going somewhere. It's it's getting lined somewhere or killed somewhere. So, right. um, I mean I think it's basically a virtual guarantee that the top four and MVP is set. Oh, pretty much, right? it's it's
0: Acuna. Zacuna versus Freddy. Mookie for the yep. top two, and then Freddie Olson for the bottom two. It's Freddie versus olsen for the bottom four, three, like, yeah, three four. Yeah. Which is
1: a very interesting. I don't, I wouldn't say that happens all that often, especially because it's from two teams, right? You know, and one of them <laughs> was a player on one the of them was a raid yeah. Um, so I think that's just a fun storyline to watch, and I'm curious to see, um, how that shakes out. So yeah, been, you know. I, that's kind of why I wasn't watching as much baseball this weekend, because like, the Braves clinched, and it's like, okay, so I get to watch the Marlins for what reason? You know, right. face freaking Bryce Elder and Jared Schuster? I think I'm
0: good. Well, that was like, last night, I was like, do I want to watch co- college football, or do I watch the Phillies? I ended up watching the Phillies, which was great, because the whole uh, John Crook St. Louis Arch thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, John Crook is hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Schwarber was up the bat. Schwarber had never homered off Miles Michaelis before, and Kruk was How like, is "That possible?" <laughs> I, I know. And Kruk was like, "I know. Schwarber hits a home run here. Uh, I'll climb up the arch. I'll go up the arch." <laughs> and literally five seconds later, Schwarber like smokes one the right field, and right. Scott Francie calls it: "Kyle Schwarber has homered and is sending John Kruck to the arch." <laughs> and then, like the rest of the game is just the, is just Scott Fransky trying to figure out how they're gonna get John Cruck to the arch. And like when they came so, when they came back from commercial break, Cruck had his headphones off, and he was like, "Are we live? I want to say something that might get me fired." And he just like had this miserable look on his face. He's like, "I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going to the arch." He's like, "You know, depending on when the St. Louis trip is, I can't go to the arch either next year because I'm going to WrestleMania." <laughs> like he's gonna he's gonna skip a Phillies road tickets. trip to go to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's just um, hysterical. Does
1: he have like a fear of heights? I I have no idea what it is. Is that the situation? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think um, that's what it is. Have you ever been to St. Louis? I've not, and I, I would love to go out there for a Phillies road. I trip I do
1: have a quick tangent because I was on a work trip there. I mentioned yeah. it on the podcast a few weeks ago, and um, I saw the Cardinals play and stuff. And the arch is just a little bit past where Butch Stadium is. Mm-hmm. You just take the little train thing they got going on it's pretty cool um but you know the arch is big it's on the water right and you can go around the outside take pictures of it but you can go and inside and take the they have like a tram that Mm -hmm. goes upward you know so that you can take photos at the top and whatnot i swear to you like one it's really expensive and we didn't have time so like we were just like all right we're not gonna do it anyway yeah but they where you like buy the tickets they have like a model version of the thing you sit in Mm -hmm. to get there. That thing is horrifying. Oh my gosh. Is it really? (laughs) It's like really small. It's like, there's like a small, like circular sitting area, you know, Mm -hmm. but like it is really compact. It, it felt like, and this was like a, maybe two weeks after the Titan submersible Mm -hmm. accident. It, felt like you were like walking into like a tiny submarine oh no
0: (laughs) it's like oh no
1: like dude like i i respect people that want to go see heights and stuff i don't have an issue with heights but like i this thing is not going to make me feel good dude. like I, i i i could go you know to the top of the empire state building on an elevator you know something like that i'd be fine with that but like that thing, nah,
0: I'm good, dude, So like, <laughs> so, something about it was different. I was like, oh, I, I, don't do I can't do heights. I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, Marissa asked you me, John dude, dude, Marissa asked me to change a light bulb in the kitchen the other day. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like climbing up this little step stool. I'm like, I'm gonna fall backwards and like smack my <laughs> head on the ground. Go. Dude, I hated it. That's fun. Uh, um, so yeah, So, yeah.
1: Don't don't. If you go to St. Louis, just like take pictures outside. I mean, plus like not. This is not to be offensive to St. Louis. St. Louis is a cool town. I enjoyed it. But, like, what are you taking pictures of up there that's not... Like, I feel like the arch is the cool part. Yeah. Not being high. So, yeah. anyway.
0: Anyways. That's my arch spiel. Yeah. So, yeah. To finish things up here, we're going to talk about the Phillies Braves drama that that happened this week with... Rob Thompson taking exception to the Braves' home run celebrations. I will say, I listened Big to the drama. So I listened to the whole Thompson interview live as it was happening on WIP. Mm-hmm. They definitely the quotes took what he said out of context, yeah, and made it a bigger deal than it should be. Honestly, because like mm-hmm. Thompson was like, you know, I I like our players to act like they've been there before, and but he also said the Braves have been there before, so. You know, I get it. It's fine. Yeah, but it's
1: all a little it, manufactured.
0: Yeah, it's it's manufactured drama. Which like we really haven't had much drama between the Phillies and Braves this year, have we? <sighs> I'm trying to like, think. Like the games have been super not, close when they play yeah, each other.
1: It's just been kind of good games, but I can't think of any like smack talk or anything like that. Yeah, because like, there were some controversial finishes like in the years before this. Right. You know. Um, like the bone play at home that yep. all Braves fans hate because he never touched home plate. Yep. Um, and then you know the way the playoffs went last year. So there were like some really dramatic big things that happened over the last few years. So I can't think of anything like super wild this year. Um, like that, the fact that the division was so out of hand so fast. Right. It's like. I, I think the one thing though is like I don't take that stuff very seriously, but like if you're in Rob Thompson's shoes or like you're in the Philly shoes, like why stoke that fire? Like the Braves clearly like want to beat you, yeah, like, and bad. Like if you if they face off in the playoffs, they want to take it to you. you oh, know, absolutely. Because they feel like I mean, last, especially you know, after was last year, really frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. You shouldn't be the ones giving them the bullet more no. material. You know, and especially a team that's like very like, like Acuna and all these guys, you know, they have like their stoic figures like Olsen and Riley, but like Acuna and some of them are very like, they're willing to flash and like stunt on you. Yeah. You know, and like take it personally. You know, like I remember like the whole Dion Sanders thing leading up this week yep, where it's yep, like, yep, yep. How, how many times can Dion get offended by something? But like, there's a reason why he does it. It's because it gets people motivated. Yeah. You know, like. And if Michael Harris and Acuna and uh, Spencer Strider, especially like he's kind of one of those guys. too. you know, like if you get in their ear and say, you know, what have you done? You know, like what? Who are you to, you know, talk crap or whatever? Yeah, they'll like they'll
0: make you pay for it. And like, I don't mind when like I thought Strider turning his cap when he struck out Marsh was kind of cool. Um, but then yeah, there's like, there also and, the part of me that was like, "Congrats, you struck out, Brandon Marsh. Good for you." Yeah, but like, yeah,
1: and so a lot of I think a lot of
0: this stuff is spotted
1: I think I, the only one I, like, I that's hate, how the Harper the
0: only one I hate is Ozuna when Ozuna does it. But that's because yeah, I, I don't cause think Ozuna takes a long I don't think Ozuna should be playing major league baseball.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't get to decide that. But yeah. um, but like Harper, you know, Harper The, the radio guys for the Phillies hate. They
0: Azuna hate so, it was much. so much, especially <laughs> Larry very Anderson, willing to pimp. Yeah,
1: yeah. the they made a, um Roto wear made a is that what it's called Roto? I think yeah. it's Roto wear made a hand dance shirt for uh, the Braves that was pretty funny because they got offended by Marcel's hand dancing with Ron Washington a few months ago. I guess that's the only thing that was like drama before this. Yeah, was that they didn't like Marcel. Right yeah, it's just it's
0: just fair because no one likes sports. But it's like it's not like the Phillies don't have outlandish celebrations. Like Trey Turner, I hits, was gonna say, dude, Trey Turner hits a home run and he comes in the dugout and they start training F.U. Trey" at him. It's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. So it's like and like there was the 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 ball celebration where they're juggling their balls when when they hit a home run like. I don't know, man. And then there's like, I've had the, I've been in arguments with Phillies fans and Braves fans alike over the last week with the Phillies congratulating the Braves on the Titantron. And it's like, dude, it's... It cool. was really funny to see congratulations Braves well, it's and like, the Braves it's celebrating in the middle and yeah. all the Phillies fans going, boo! <laughs>
1: oh, it's just fair. <laughs> I mean, that was just fun. You that can, was you just can good. You can boo
0: them, but it's like, it's good yeah. sportsmanship. And like, the Braves would have done the same thing.
1: Yeah. There's an agreement. You yeah, know, like and it's like these are rivals. I, I think this is a healthy rivalry, and especially since Bryce is there. Like yeah. Bryce is kind of like Bryce has always been a thorn in the Braves' side, but like in he, kind he of like respects not too, though. Yeah. yeah. Well as um, it's like
0: if it was the Phillies and Mets, this would be ugly. Yeah. But the Mets
1: suck. <laughs> yeah, and the Mets haven't been there. Yeah. So um Yeah, so I think it's a lot to do about nothing, but I think the uh possibility
0: of the two, matching up the playoffs would be really fun. Uh, it would be the NLBS I don't want again. It,
1: to be clear, I don't want I, it. <laughs> it seems like a lot of
0: Braves fans don't want to come to Philly again in it's, the playoffs. It's,
1: it has not been a fun place, even in the regular season. I mean, they've struggled there. Yeah. You know? um, even like Strider, like Strider's been really good the last few weeks, and just going back to Philly, just like it's just he just got really frustrated, you know? Because um, they will just watch pitches and. They kind of have a way to the put you know the top of their lineup has a way to them where it's just like man this is an annoying
0: team <laughs> you know well, it's just like everyone's um, able to take like as much as you everyone likes to to trash Schwarber he is a good leadoff hitter he takes mm-hmm. walks and like he'll hit the home run as well yeah he's it's, it's better when he's not playing in left field yeah uh,
1: which the I think the key is like treating their entire lineup is like Max Muncie, where they're willing to like, just like, they'll grind it out. They'll grind it out. And the thing is, is you got to beat them in the zone. Yeah. Or Like make them, you gotta, you gotta convince them to chase somewhere. Cause like Schwarber just, if anything's like outside, he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, not going to like, I'm him. not even going to try. Same with know? Bryce.
0: Like Bryce yeah. and Stottle just foul everything off.
1: Yeah. Bryce,
0: Bryson fouled
1: everything off, you know, Trey can get on with an infield hit if he needs to. So there's yeah. just lots of little tweaks and frustrating things that each of them bring um, that I think you just have to blow it past them. Yeah. You know, um, which Strider and them can do, but if you're just a little off, which he has been, you know, he's going to hit 300 strikeouts or whatever, but he has a three, seven ERA or whatever. Yeah. Um. You know, it just, it's, it's a, it's a grind and it can get annoying and that's, I think the Braves are firmly better than the Phillies, but it doesn't always mean
0: that yeah, you can beat them. It doesn't them always five, mean that come games. October. It's yeah. like it's such like I didn't think we get to the World Series last year. I thought I, I thought we were yeah. we could possibly beat the Cardinals and get experience and then the Braves were just going to wipe us out. I didn't expect any of that last year. So it's like the same this year. I would so
1: so 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 take the Brewers before the Phillies. I don't know how the I don't even know if it's possible for that to happen, but like you know, just I just would not touch the Phillies. I yeah, think the Phillies those, are firmly the third best team. The
0: Braves would have to get the two seed to see the Brewers. Yeah, which is not going to happen. Yeah, not not going to happen. So it's like, it's going to be interesting because I think that's the series. I think the World Series, whoever goes to the World Series in the NL is coming out of that series. And I think you and I have been I saying, a good we, we've been saying that all year.
1: Yeah, it's it's... I think it's down to three teams in the national yeah. And one of those one of those three teams is getting weaker and the other two seem to be getting a little bit stronger. Yeah. You know, and so um yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um and then I guess real quick, um I did mention Mariners versus Rangers um as one of my series to watch for the week. Um the other two are gonna be Jays and Blue or I'm sorry, Blue Jays and Rays and the Marlins and the Brewers. Um just because the Marlins Ferner move up in the wild card standings and the Jays could affect the Rays winning the AL East, But Yo, we're at the final stretch here. Next week is the last week of games. Um not this it's week, crazy. but next week. It's yeah. Right at the end. Like we're, a, it, we're right it's, at the end. Yeah. And like it feels like the season has kind of flown by in a way.
1: Yeah. Especially like as like I said, someone that's rooting for a team that's kinda had something locked up for a while, it's kinda just felt like, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: and like this cherries like this on year's top for a while. So <laughs> much different for me than last year, 'cause like last year it was like, Oh man, we're probably not gonna even make it. And this year mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we've got the wild card spot pretty much locked up at this point. Yeah. It's just like I
1: would expect some zaniness with this wild card schedule. And oh the, yeah. I mean the ALS. I think all eyes, eyes on the ALS two. too.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. bottom two in the NL and then the ALS are gonna be crazy so, to watch. So lot to watch for even if it's not like at the top. <laughs> yeah. Top, you know? Exciting stuff. Well, Dylan, okay. thank you for joining me as always, man. No worries. I'm uh, excited to see how this goes. All right. And Rain Delay Radio is produced by Lewis. Uh, Our theme music is composed by Chuck Lease. The show is edited by Naeem. Uh, I'm Pat. I was joined by Dylan this week. Uh, We release Rain Delay Radio every uh, Monday morning at 1 a.m. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and have a great week. (laughs) Bye-bye.